0: Radical! Welcome to this week's episode of the print-on-demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print-on-demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success
1: and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome back to the print-on-demand cast. As always, I'm Josiah, and I'm joined by Travis Ross and Travis, man, uh, how are things going? We're not going to do too much updating, lest mm-hmm. we give away the, the the main event. But, but how are you doing in uh, the you know the last days of? No- how was your Thanksgiving? Let's go there. Thanksgiving right. just happened,
1: and how was it? <laughs> it was good. We had uh, my mom was in town. I had a friend um, that you actually know from one of our poker nights that didn't have a place to go. Yeah. Is He's separated from his wife and she had the kids with her in her family. And so he was kind of like, oh, sure. I'm not really going anywhere. So we had him over and, um, you know, obviously we got, you know, decent sized family. So, uh, it was yeah. a good time. We, we got my, my mom, grandma, who's, you know, 70 plus 71, 72. Um, to play jackbox have you ever seen jackbox it's no i love jackbox
0: yes come on all all of those games all those games
1: yeah so for those of you who don't know it's a it's a game you can download you know on your basically on your tv you know your fire stick or whatever Fire Stick, roku playstation whatever and then you can um log in with your device like your phone or your you know, I, your computer, if you want your laptop or your iPad, and and you play, and there's like word games, and everybody's playing against each other. And we had my mom, you know, coming up with these funny things and competing against <laughs> us. She would get all flustered, and it was really hilarious. But no, uh, yeah, we had a we had a great great uh, time. Lots of wonderful food, wonderful pies. Um, it was a gorgeous day in Colorado. Holy cow, It really like was one of the yeah one of the best days. Um, I can remember for a Thanksgiving. It was like, I remember when I was a kid and, you know, we lived in Kansas. I remember a couple of Thanksgivings where we would all, all the cousins would kind of come over to grandma's house and we would, if it was really nice, we'd go out and play football. And I remember a couple of those days and, and literally our Thanksgiving here in Colorado was just like that. It totally reminded me of those, you know, days from yesteryear and all that, but it was, it was great. How was, how was your Thanksgiving?
0: Man, it was good. It was pretty, um, pretty low-key actually we had a the Robertson uh get together the night before thanksgiving which you know um and for those listening that don't know the Robertson family that i married into is massive massive Um, massive (laughs) like my wife's (laughs) so my father-in-law has like 12 or 11 siblings he's one of 11 kids Mm -hmm. or one of 12 kids or whatever and so, not all of them were there, of course, but the vast majority were. And um, you know, I, I had this conversation. I, I always can um, kind of commiserate uh, to an extent with with new people when when nieces or nephews or cousins bring girlfriends. Like you know, Austin, <laughs> who is uh, Austin is uh, is um, Madeline's cousin, and he mm-hmm. came over a couple of nights before Thanksgiving with his girlfriend. And some friends, and uh, I just kind of had a conversation with his girlfriend like, listen, I totally understand the <laughs> uh immersion <laughs> that happens when you meet the Robertsons yeah. and having to learn all of the names and like keep people straight. It took me a while, don't sweat it because she was trying, she was trying really <laughs> diligently just to remember, yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, the night before was good. Uh, went um, to one of the family members' house up in Fort Collins. Had one of the best old fashions that I've ever had in my life hmm. uh, there. The nice. host, Ty, uh, her, her husband, Tyler, uh, made the old fashions. And he had this thing. I put it on my Facebook story, but he like poured the the alcohol and all that kind of stuff, mixed it, and then put a little cap on it and put pellets mm-hmm. and lit the pellets and the smoke just kind of mm-hmm. gathers in the, in the drink and he puts a lid yeah. on it and then lifts it and it's just smoky and delicious and i took a drink and i was like this is seriously one of the best old fashions Mm -hmm. and uh for those that don't know that are listening travis and i are uh uh, old-fashioned old-fashioned aficionados maybe not that but we we love them yes connoisseurs perhaps Mm -hmm. um you know we've even had the old fashions on tap in las vegas which was an experience so, but then actual Thanksgiving day, um, one of my nephews came over, the one that didn't get to go to Wyoming for for Thanksgiving. He came over and we had some lunch and um, just kind of hung out, watched TV. I showed my father in law, Jason, NHL 21 on the PS4. So he and I uh, <laughs> did a playoff run as a Colorado Avalanche, you know, <laughs> on that game, which was really fun. Um, but it was a really nice day. I wore like a sweater in anticipation of it being a winter ish day. Yeah. And immediately had, I had to drive down to our shop and just get a blank t-shirt because it was too hot. (laughs) Like I didn't have any change of clothes with me. So I just go snag something out of inventory. Uh, but man, yeah, all, all, um, all things considered was really good. Really good Thanksgiving. It was nice to have a little bit of a reprieve before heading into, uh, The madness of of q4 so
1: for sure yeah we worked the friday and uh you know after thanksgiving of course and just try to get a little bit caught up and kind of ready for uh cyber monday and um, the weekends orders and all of that and it it was uh you know we don't want to put the cart before the horse or uh any of that (laughs) but it was it was pretty great um so let's let's just let's go ahead and just uh, rip the bandage yeah. off. Get to the next segment. What do you say? Yeah,
0: let's go. Let's go for it. And of course, this week's segment is everyone's favorite, known as the weekly dad joke.
1: Time for the weekly dad joke, Travis. So yeah, Josiah, this is let me this is yeah joke. let me do this one uh, this week because uh, I was telling you earlier before before we press record. Um, you know, even in the midst of Q four, I still it's very important to you know have family time and. Um, Have time alone with your significant other So me and my wife had a little family time Of our own last night And we watched this really cool documentary On beavers Beavers Yeah, nice Dude, it was the best damn program I've ever seen (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right. That's this week's weekly dad joke. And if you are listening and you want to go to com slash Facebook and actually link a real documentary about beavers, <laughs> I'm I'm somewhat intrigued as to what that program would be about. Like, I know nothing about the life cycle of beavers. When you came to me with this joke, I was halfway hoping you actually did watch a documentary on <laughs> beavers because uh, that is one animal I know next to nothing about other than the fact that they build dams. So, nice joke this week, Travis. I like it. I like it. And now I'm going to go search out beaver documentaries. So, uh from <laughs> that going into the next segment, this week's point of interest.
1: Oh, bro, I'm just so bored. I don't know what to do. Yo, bro, you know what you need? Some point of interest. Yeah. Radical. Tip top. Now that's dang.
0: So, Travis, uh, we were going through kind of searching. You and I both have um, alerts on for print-on-demand, mm-hmm. right? So, we get, you know, emails to our Gmail accounts, whatever, saying, hey, print-on-demand news and you filter through it and uh, what would you say? I mean, probably there's a there's a handful of links that are decent, and yep. the rest of them just really don't have anything to do with anything that's you know relevant, really.
1: Exactly. But uh,
0: I stumbled upon this um, link here where th- talking about the world's first 3D printed eye, fully 3D printed prosthetic eye, and a patient actually received this prosthetic eye, and I believe it's in London. Um, so, just a little bit from the article here. A patient has been fitted with a highly realistic 3D printed prosthetic eye for the first time ever. Uh, Franhofer, which sounds more German than it does English, technology has announced uh, patient, patient Steve Verzi, Verz received the high-tech version as a permanent replacement for his traditional prosthetic eye. Um, it was, so basically what they do is they do kind of like a non-invasive scan of the eye socket and it feeds it directly to this print on demand 3d printer. Yeah. that p- puts an eye out, <laughs> but not like the red rider <laughs> BB gun a legitimately <laughs> real eye out, um, plug for the Christmas story. Go watch it. tis the season, but it makes this eye on the mm-hmm. 3d printer. That's hyper-realistic, hyper-realistic rather. And, uh, fits right in the socket so i was intrigued because we talk about all the time the the diversity and the new uses for yeah print on demand and i've heard of you know organs and stuff organs i'm a little bit more sketched about like a 3d heart (laughs) like i don't know i don't know (laughs) i think there's gonna be a lot more needed than just the 3d mold of a heart to make it work but an eye prosthetic eye seems like a good yes launching
1: off point right right prosthesis you know i mean is it's quite a bit different than an actual working organ, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. I'm not hundred percent sure um, what the, you know, like the main difference, I don't know a lot about prosthesis and, you know, I don't know about sure. prosthetic eyes and like, why would a print on demand one like be better or take less time right. or, you know, right. I'm assuming, you know, before they had to hand paint them maybe you know the the original prosthetic guys i i don't know but it's still it's a cool again you know it's it's definitely interesting how people are utilizing print-on-demand technologies and 3d printing is definitely a print-on-demand technology even if it takes you know if you've ever seen a 3d printer it does take a while however just like everything else you know in technology it's going to get faster and faster and faster and who knows how long it'll actually take somebody to you know Get a prosthetic eye, or you know, or sure. whatever they need in the medical field. It's just interesting that print on demand is being used in the medical field now. That's yeah. that's really the most interesting thing to me.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. We have a. We, I took a little screen grab here of the video that's linked uh, for. So this is the patient Steve Verz, and mm-hmm. uh, as you can see, the uh, his right eye is the one that is 3D printed and prosthetic. Um, so I mean, it's it is a huge advancement. Uh, yeah. not only in the print-on-demand game, but just medically to, to have that ability to produce something so quick. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I so, mean, those of you who are, who are just listening, I mean, the guy looks... I mean, you can't tell, you know? I mean, maybe you could tell a little bit if you really knew what to look for, yeah. but, I mean, if you yeah. just pass this guy on the street, you'd have no clue. Um, yeah. And apparently, you know, like they were saying, I, I think it did um, take a lot less time than a typical yeah. kind of, um, you know, a normal scenario where somebody like the would need process. a process, a guy. yeah, yeah, the process yeah. to do all of the things that you need, and you know, and, and send it off to wherever it gets done, and all of that. I think it was much quicker, but um, he was very, very happy with it. Uh, for, at least that's what the article was saying, and and uh, the video yeah, as well. Which is,
0: yeah, which is what, mm-hmm. of course, matters the most is that he's mm-hmm. he's satisfied with it, and uh, so yeah, we just thought that was really interesting, and it's going to be really cool to see how print-on-demand in the medical field continues to advance. So I think this is a cool kind of landmark case for yeah. the the beginning of that. So that is this week's point of interest. All right, Travis. So we've, we've almost kind of put the heart, put the heart, no, put the cart in front of the horse rather, <laughs> not the heart in front of the course, which I don't know what that means. Uh, but, Uh we wanted to talk about for this for the for the main event. It's about time for the thing you've been waiting for. The main event. We wanted to talk about just a little Q4 update. Um, things are are crazy, and you and I have alluded to that before. Yeah. Um, where it's kind of like, Man, we have so many irons in the fire, and so you know, what do we want? What do we want to talk about on the podcast? What do we what do we want to cover? And it kind of just came to this thing of like, well, why don't we just kind of share what Q4 looks like so far? Since that's kind of what we've been immersed in, it's what we're living through, it would be the easiest mm-hmm. thing to just kind of share. So, with yeah. that being said, man, um, update us a little bit on how things are going there for Q4. Yeah.
1: I mean, you, originally we had planned, we had an interview planned, and yeah. uh, I'm not going to say who it's with, but um, <laughs> I think she's in the other room at your place. Uh, yeah so. uh, object <laughs> Spoiler I mean alert. In my
0: opinion the hottest
1: <laughs> guest we've ever had uh, nah. <laughs> but she she
0: said uh, she did say um that she wants to, she was ready to go Sunday but we had mm-hmm. to scrap Sunday because you were taking your daughter back to college on yep. uh, Sunday night so um she did say that she wants to come on next week so at least it's it's an incremental thing at, at the very beginning she was like absolutely not am I going on your podcast now it's <laughs> like I'll do it. And then we had to scrap and i like okay, I'll go on next week. So she's at least willing to right. Um, so and I, you know, I guess I to write out a contract, I don't really do that in marriage, but uh <laughs> just bind her to have to come on next week. So, but yeah, so originally we did have an interview, but that kind of got scraps mm-hmm. so that kind of left us searching
1: for something to talk about. Yeah, and you know, I mean, when you've been doing a podcast for a year, I mean we've talked about a lot of things, and so um yeah. And, and, you know, it does take a little bit of uh, effort to kind of come up with a list and, you know, an outline and all of that and how you're going to move from point to point. And so um, in the effort of or, you know, in the um, interest of like getting to go home before eight o'clock, you know, in the middle of Q4, uh, we just decided, hey, let's just talk about, you know, how things are going. So that that's the whole like reason. But um, I would say things are going going pretty good i'm i was anticipating an increase uh of mm. of orders compared to last year and i was looking through some of our orders um and it doesn't seem as though there's much of an increase at least for us um internally i know some of our clients have have had increases but they're not as massive as i thought i was anticipating sure. like 25 to 30% and i think overall we're probably only seeing, you know, five to 10, um, you know, across most of our clients, which I was seeing an increase before Q4 or before, um, you know, this last weekend. So it's really interesting. Um, I have noticed that Amazon sales are much higher, um, or they have increased, but at the same time, our Walmart sales have fallen off and I don't Hmm. really have, um, And it's about like 33% boost in, you know, year over year in Amazon, 33% like lower in Walmart, which is strange. Um, I will say we have a lot more products on Amazon, but you know, and we do advertise there. We don't advertise on Walmart yet. So maybe there's something to that. Um, And we also have a lot more FBA uh, products available in Amazon. So you know, you you kind of mix, take all of those um, different things, and put them all in a bowl, and try to mix them up, and try to make some sense out of it. Um, yeah. It it can be kind of confusing, but overall, you know, like I said, we're probably seeing a ten percent increase over what we were doing. May, maybe maybe closer to fifteen with our extra clients that we've also added that we didn't have last year. Um, but we have a lot of workers uh, in the shop right now, yeah. and so. Um, we're getting, we're keeping up, which is, which I'm very happy for, you know, we're actually like yeah. on top of things. I mean, we're not, you know, it's not same day shipping or anything, but, um, you know, we're not falling behind yet, which yeah. is a small victory. I don't know. Yes. No. <laughs> How are you yeah. guys doing? Do you, I mean, I'm yeah. sure you can kind of, uh, you can feel me there, you know, it's, it's, you know, about the falling behind thing in Q4. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think we've seen, you know, we've we've had a couple customers. I think, I think we're just now starting to see kind of an increase after the Thanksgiving holiday. Of course, Black Friday always has a lot to do with those sales. Cyber Monday does have a lot to do with the the increase. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of it's kind of been a slow, a slow ramp up to where Amazon, Walmart, Etsy of our own uh, was increasing in volume. Wayfair is another platform that we sell on. That was increasing in volume. And Wayfair, like typically, um, only does you know a week, maybe like ten orders or so, um, mm-hmm. just throughout the whole week. Last year, I don't remember if we were on Wayfair last year. To be quite honest with you, so I think this might mm-hmm. be the first Q4 on that platform. But it has, I mean, we're moving, you know, twenty orders or so a day. Um, well wow. on there. Or every other day because I think he, I think we batch them you know because it's like two day shipping three day shipping so it doesn't have to be the next day. Walmart um, has has really increased over the last mm-hmm. week, um, and Amazon has as well. Uh, you know, forty seven orders in a day type stuff on Walmart and on Amazon. So that kind of that number starts to climb, and I'm sure we're only going to see it climb faster. Um, I do think that Walmart has. Um, Year year to year, I think we're in the same spot you are to where it's not as much of an increase as we had wanted or hopefully anticipated initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think we talked about it on the last podcast or maybe two, um, where you kind of forget what Q4 feels like yeah. after Q4 is over, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of you have the the idea and the memories of being busy but then when you're in the thick of it you're like man what the freak is going oh it's q4 okay so yeah that's why i feel stressed and that's why we have our guys working till nine o'clock tonight to (laughs) to keep up on stuff you know the client that i always reference on here sold sixteen thousand dollars in a day on black friday and Hmm, it hasn't hasn't stopped right so again trying not to get behind because especially in q4 if you get behind Mm -hmm on on some things if you if you put things off until maybe tomorrow you don't know what this 12 hour period right. <laughs> has in store for you sure so you could wake up in the morning and there's 300 more orders and you're like oh crap well now I'm a little am <laughs> behind the eight ball eight ball because I I wanted to maybe just put these handful of orders off right so uh and we we are the same way we have way more people working for us this year which at the same which is scary but also for us for me anyway a huge like thank you jesus because um (laughs) given the volume it it just can't be you know us for no more type vibe where it's we're just trying to keep the the candles burning uh at both ends but now we have i would probably say five or six guys working between mugs and dtg and shipping and we cross train everyone on everything and are for the most part. So if they're not needed in DTG, they can go help ship if they're there, they can go help make mugs or they can put yeah. the transfers on the sleeves. And so everyone kind of is cross trained on every job, which is nice um, because, you know, it helps kind of fill gaps. So, um,
1: but yeah, now that our 3070 is fixed,
0: we're up and running and ready to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a, a whole new deal with, um, you know, having the 3070 and the 2100 with uh, a conveyor dryer—that's um, yeah, really changed changed a lot of things for us. Um, we did start a new DTG girl um, yesterday, actually. Nice. So Cyber Cyber Monday. She started. She had trained one other day, and yesterday was her so official just, start date.
0: You know, into the fire. Yeah, baptism you
1: know. by fire. fire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But luckily she has some, you know, because we have all these temps, she has somebody to like uh, pre-treat for her and yeah. package for yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. So all she's, sure. she's just, like all she's printing. doing is
0: just, that's the thing. Yeah. And like with that 3070, especially when we got it, I quickly realized that you almost have to have two people running to mm-hmm. make it efficient. Cause that printer is yeah. so fast for someone to pre-treat and print and pull it off the dryer and fold it and blah, blah, blah. Like it just takes way too much time. Right. Yep. Totally. Um, one thing, one thing I will share as an update uh, that we've kind of figured out in the last 24 hours um, for us because we have the that conveyor dryer, and this is you know mostly for you because anyone out there that is doing their own production, pro tip that has a dryer, so just mm-hmm. an update. Um, so we were doing hoodies, right? And mm-hmm. I told you we found those hoodies that are are really printing really well, mm-hmm. but the DTG box on those things, man, were just.
1: Uh true rocious yeah
0: terrible um well, tell tell the course, listeners
1: what a dtg box is if they yeah really so know dtg
0: is. box is it's the, you know the dreaded dtg box so basically um it's a really faint but in most in the best case scenario really faint outline of a box that is the shape of the heat press mm-hmm. um and it's just because of the heat press that it's there, the pre-treat and the heat press kind of leave this box and typically it goes away after the first wash Um, and you don't really have to worry about it as a customer but it's there and it's noticeable especially if you know what you're looking for it's noticeable and these particular hoodies were really bad and Mm. the shirts were also really bad you know we have to wipe the platen the top platen of the heat press every time we before we press a shirt because they're old they're like they're as old as the business is and so they've gotten dirty and you can wash them off and it just kind of was this process of like, dude, this sucks, because every everything has a box on it, mm-hmm. faint or otherwise, and I hate it. So we had this idea where we uh, pre-treated the hoodie, mm-hmm. ran it through the dryer, yep. and then pressed it for five seconds before we printed it. There's no box, and it's vibrant, and then you just send it back through the dryer. Hallelujah. Done. So now <laughs> yeah. we changed our process a little bit. where We'll pull a batch, <laughs> pre-treat mm-hmm. it, and run it through the dryer, and then take it to printing. And they'll print it and just crank it out. And then whoever's working with that person will take it, fold it, you know, with this particular client, we have shelves of his designs. So we can just kind of pick and pack when it comes time to ship with the order summaries. Mm -hmm. So um, they fold it, take it out of the dryer, sleeve on it, fold it, put it away. And when a batch is done, it's done. So it's a little bit more front heavy because we're having to sit there and pre-treat and you wait for a minute and 40 seconds for the thing to drop in the basket and then you put it away or whatever the, the time is. But yeah. Um, it has solved the DTG box problem, yeah. which is very exciting.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we did that with uh, another uh, a local order we had for like a hundred hoodies, and um, because we used the large platen on the yeah. back of the hoodie, and we just weren't really, um, we weren't confident that you know that. We were going to be able to line up the box exactly with because the, sure. the the large platen is about the same size as your as your actual heat press.
0: Heat press. And yeah. so
1: we were actually spraying in a little extra um pre-treat around right. and spreading it all around so we could make sure that we, you know, the, the ink would go on a pre-treated part of the garment. And we sent all those through um before and then like you said then we pressed them right you know five seconds right before we printed them and man yeah. they looked freaking amazing it was massive print too on the back yeah. of these hoodies yeah. and then they were embroidered on the front they looked nice. really really cool um nice. but yeah so i totally totally get that i'm i'm uh that's a great pro tip if you know if you do have a conveyor dryer uh but yeah that has really sped up our process we are our, our um most our busiest, uh, department really is, is our sublimation department. So it's our mugs, our drinkware because we sell a crap ton of it. Um, that's our majority seller of my stuff or our, you know, my company stuff. And then my, um, you know, my, my kind of big fish or my big client, he sells a crap ton of it too. Um, not quite as much as us, but he's, because he sells a lot of other things too, yeah. but he's still, you know, between the two of those things, he sells a lot of different things. So water bottles and tumblers and, right. um, you know, uh, car, what are they called? Uh, travel mugs and, mm-hmm. you know, shot glasses and things like that. So a lot of, a lot of different types of things that need different types of transfers. Right. Um, you know, and if you remember about, uh, sublimation, you know, you can go back and listen to one of our older episodes on it, but basically you're taking a transfer and through heat and pressure with like a, a a mug press, or in some cases you can use a conveyor oven. If you have a silicone wrap, you can keep that pressure on. And then the oven has the heat. Um, but either way, uh, you need this transfer. And so depending on what kind of substrate, um, you're putting it on and substrates just basically a, a big word for the thing you're Blank cooking product <laughs> yeah right. the blank product uh whichever substrate you're using depends you know it's going to va- they basically vary the size of your um uh your transfer and it's it's not really a transfer i mean i guess it is i guess that's what we'll call it let's, right. just, let's just call it a transfer <laughs> josiah what do you think it works so yeah just, no i'm in i'll co it okay cool transfer good we're done then. right <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what do you anticipate uh, you know in the in the coming month of December what are you hoping yep. to see uh, as far as you know of course volume wise we always want increase but what are you kind of feeling um, for the next month the last month of Q4 yeah
1: so uh, a couple things one as FBA stock decreases because I can't ship any more FBA in because a, all of my machines are busy doing not FBA orders, sure. just merchant fulfilled orders. So I don't have the yep. time to do them. Uh, and B, even if I could, um, Amazon wouldn't be able to get them checked in and to the in place time, where they right? were Yeah, in time to where they could actually sell them for the Christmas yeah. rush. So we've kind of turned off the FBA or at least sending in FBA. So for one, as FBA products decrease in the warehouse and certain you know SKUs sell out, Um, That's going to just by default increase our merchant fulfilled sales um, because instead of buying an FBA product, they have to buy a merchant fulfilled product. Um, And then the other thing I'll say is uh, the busiest time for typically, at least in our in my recent memory for sales is uh, that December 10th through December 20th, you know, whichever week that is, wherever that fits in. Yeah. Um, whenever you're actually manufacturing and that, you know, f- the five days in that 10 day space that, you know, are back to back to back yeah, yeah. is um, pretty freaking nuts. And so um, I'm anticipating um, that week bleeding over until that final week mm-hmm. right before Christmas. And we're just trying to get stuff out to where, you know, people can still get it, you know, in time for Christmas. Right, um, right. But that's kind of uh, I'm I'm basing that assumption on past Q4s yeah. and um, you know just what I've seen in the past and the only the only thing I think may throw a wrench in that plan is um, Amazon has started to expand or they they've started to artificially inflate the shipping times on their site. Um, and they're doing that because shipping is. I mean, they they basically started it last year when it w- was absolutely yeah. freaking crazy, and they've basically just not stopped. Not stopped. And so, yeah, they've given more time for. So, if you go to a product page, and e- if you order today, it's showing that you know, if you if you order it for me, it's going to not show up until December tenth. Well, right. You know, it's November thirtieth, and we'll get the product you know, kind of in, in line tomorrow, it'll probably go out by the end of the week. Um, Yeah. You know, probably, you know, Thursday, most likely Thursday, possibly Friday. Um, But our handling time says one thing says two or three days or whatever. Right. And then they're adding some extra days to the shipping time. And so they're saying they won't get there till the 10th when in real, you know, realistically it could get there, you know, by the 7th, you know, by the, by the seventh or eighth. um, So that does make me wonder what's going to happen on, you know, December 15th or December 16th. Right. Are they going to say this is going to arrive after Christmas and then the,
0: the sure. And then it's just kind of fall off. off. Yeah.
1: You know, so I don't yeah. know. We're going to have to play with our shipping settings and kind of see what, uh, but those are some of the observations that I've had. And I've, I've talked to uh, uncle Mike, who's a frequent, Uh, guest on our show and yeah um you know he's 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 seeing the same types of things uh, across some of the counts that he manages
0: yeah i mean that's that 10th to the 20th which this year will fall it's a friday the 10th is a friday and the 20th is a monday so uh, Mm. there's like a full week right you know like you said the five days and that 10 that's gonna be seven days seven days of the 10 days are business days uh so
1: and um, then you come is, back on the twentieth, and and you have yeah. those, you know, the Saturday and the Sunday. Uh, yep. That twentieth is going to be nuts. Even though, um, even though a lot of those things may not actually make it for Christmas, it's still going to be nuts. That twentieth. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the sweet spot because that's when people are trying to get it to them. Oh, it will arrive by Christmas if I order on the fifteenth, thirteenth, whatever. And we've right. told all of our clients. You know, off of Amazon. Uh, if you want your people to get something by Christmas, they have to order it before the thirteenth, the fourteenth. Like after that, we can't really promise anything. Not only, not just because, um, necessarily you know handling time, but again, the carriers out there—USPS, UPS, FedEx, whatever mm-hmm. you use—are crazy this time of year. Uh, And so there's kind of like trying to mitigate stuff that's outside of your control by allowing another more buffer, which is probably more what Amazon is doing to to that point as well. It's kind of out of their control uh, to a certain extent. So, um, but I mean, they have their own delivery people or trucks, vans now. Yeah. we'll, We'll see what happens. Right. I know UPS is still working with Amazon um our ups driver kevin uh he's awesome but he was he's saying you know he pulled up the other day and his truck was he came to pick stuff up and his truck was like packed like <laughs> yeah packed. and i was like man you look like you're busy he's like yeah fedex dropped the amazon like amazon no longer works for fedex but it works mm-hmm. with them but they work with us and so we have to supplement i mean they've got they don't have enough trucks so You got a guy pull up today in a u-haul uh yep. and load stuff in and take them out so it's it's crazy, it's crazy. man. Q, Q4 is getting wilder and wilder every year. So um Travis, anything else, man, that we should touch on? I know it's it's uh it's getting it's getting later and, and you and I both are deprived of, of sleep um of all sorts. <laughs> so <laughs> but anything else you kind of
1: want to touch on for the for the Q4 update? Uh, I'll say one last thing. Um, if you do do your own fulfillment, um, and you have delivery drivers, you have UPS, you have FedEx, you know, people that come, you, uh, post office people think about them for Christmas. You know, they, yep. they're having a crazy Q4 too. And, you know, um, a little tip or something, you know, yep, uh, totally $20 bill, $50 bill, you know, yeah, I, I had a, I had an awesome guy that used to, when I worked out of our house, um, that worked for UPS and he would pick up all my stuff. And every year I would get him uh, like a 12 pack of beer and <laughs> a, like a, a card with like a $20 bill in it, you know? Yeah. Um, just cause he was freaking awesome. And um, so, yeah, just think about those guys. If you have yeah, a bunch of totally. those people um, that, that would mean a lot to them, I think, cause yep. they are, they're working just as hard as we are right now.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they're 10 They, I mean, they they're working hard and they're, pretty underappreciated you know what i mean it's kind of a thankless job like people just you know (laughs) get my stuff to me it's your job but there's a grind and there's a hustle um you know loading trucks at 5 30 in the morning or four in the morning and starting your day that early so uh, we've done that before we we usually give a gift card of some sort to our Mm -hmm. our guy yeah um and for people that do that and people that also if you're using vas at all for christmas Give them a Christmas. I mean, it means I'll, it
1: goes so far with them. I'll, um go ahead. i'll I'll say one more thing about uh, just on that whole thing. Um, if you have a Filipino v a, yes, this is this is actually the thirteenth month. So December, well, December is. Um, and in, in their culture, uh, a lot of their employee employers in the in the Philippines will actually pay. Uh, a 13th month. In other words, you pay double in mm. December. Um, so if normally they make, you know, $500 in the month of December, they're going to make a thousand dollars this month. Um, and so that's something that we've always done for our Filipino VAs because they are freaking amazing and we want them yeah. to love working for us. And, um, yep. we try to do as much as we possibly can to keep them. Um, uh, because the, you know, again, we've talked about it on the podcast, we we benefit because we pay them, you know, less than what we would have to pay somebody that was yep. here every day. They benefit because they get to work from home and have a wage that is uh vastly superior to places that they could work um, you know, in in country as well and yep. they get they get the there's a prestige when they work for um, you know, a US company or a European company or an, you know, an offshore company. There's a prestige. They enjoy it. Um and we love our Filipino VA, so um, yeah. just just consider paying them that thirteenth month, um, yep. which is basically just whatever they made, and just double yeah. it. double it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, those are some closing pro tips for you guys. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Print on Demand Cast. We thank you guys for coming back each and every week and listening to the dad jokes and the bad jokes and the entertainment <laughs> and the occasional education. Uh, which happens mostly when we have guests on. So we're going to try and get more of those because they are <laughs> the true experts uh, in, in their given fields of expertise. But um, thank you guys so much for, for joining. As always, com slash Facebook is where you can go uh, to get in on the conversation. Let us know how your Q4 is going, post updates, post videos, how crazy things are, what you're working on, what you do to kind of you know, make your employees feel special, your VAs, whoever that is, whatever that looks like, let us know. And we want to hear from you again, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. And as always, I say this all the time, if social media isn't your bag, <laughs> I completely understand that. Uh, and I don't blame you a bit. So info at printondemandcast.com is also a way you can reach out to Travis and I, and we'll be happy to hear from you there as well. As always, wherever there are podcasts, the PODcast is there for you. So uh, I'm talking Google Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, I'm sure by next week there'll be a new one that's out there that has <laughs> podcasts. You know what I'm So figure it out. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, leave a five-star review. Let us know what you think of the show. We'll shout you out. We'll we'll bring attention to it. We'll post it in the group because uh, we really do appreciate your guys's feedback and we uh, look for that. So again, if you're listening on Apple, uh leave a five-star review. I don't think that you can leave reviews on any other of the platforms that as far as I know. Um, so please do so. I don't Spotify. You can't cause I've tried. You can't, I mean, I haven't tried to give us our own review, but I'm going to go create a bot account and I will go <laughs> give us our own review and <laughs> no one will know the difference. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, thank you guys so very much. And, um, Travis, anything else before we put a bow on this? No pun intended because it's the holiday season.
1: No, just, uh, hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you and, uh, yeah, appreciate y'all
0: absolutely so we'll see you next week right here on the print on demand cast see ya <laughs> the skeleton right. ran out of shampoo in the shower. Right. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> We're already recording. All of this is on it. It's all of it. I know. Okay. <laughs>